podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and if you're a new listener, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad you're here. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for being back. I'm also so glad you're here and so glad you are here to listen to another episode of the Being Being podcast. I am going to be talking today all about social media, which I know is the hot topic on everyone's lips and what we are all constantly discussing from, you know, Gen Zers to millennials to Gen X to even politicians. We're always talking about social media, the impact it has on us, our thoughts on it, our hot takes, how we're utilizing it, how it's growing, how it's changing, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I'm going to be talking about my personal experience with social media and how it's changed, what it looks like for me right now, and what I think it will look like in the future. So I'm by no means going to get into the nitty gritty of social media, and I'm not really going to be sharing like a ton of hot takes. I just want to talk about where my head is at with it and things I've learned along the way after using social media for over 10 years, which is insane. Like that's just wild to me. But before we dive in, I wanted to give a little brief introduction to the podcast as this is only the second episode. And if you're a new listener and you didn't listen to the first episode, that's totally fine. Definitely try and go back and listen to it because it's a short one. It's not super long at all. And it'll give you a little background on the podcast, what it looks like, what it will look like, why I'm starting it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Believe it or not, this is not my first rodeo and it's actually not my second rodeo. It's my third rodeo with podcasting and I'm hoping third time's a charm. We're actually going to make sure third time's a charm. So, you know, stick around. Make sure to listen to that first episode for a little bit more background information. But I'll give you guys a little brief introduction before we get started. The name of the podcast is Being, Being, which I'm sure you know because you either saw the cover or you had to type this into Spotify or Apple or whatever. So I'm sure you already knew that. But the reason it's called the Being Being podcast is because there's a quote that I love and it's really simple. It is, just a being being. And that has been my Instagram bio for years now. And it's changed, you know, like I'll go back and I'll put like when I was in college, I would put my college in there or my sorority, things like that. But I would always go back to this quote, just a being being. And that has been kind of my motto for years now. And I really love it. The reason I resonate with that quote so much, and I think all of us can resonate with it, is because when you break it down and strip it down to the core all of us are simply just human beings being. And we're all doing our best at being human and figuring out how to be in this world. And we are all constantly being different things, whether that's a daughter, a son, a friend, a teacher, a student, a mentor, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a partner. You know, there's all these different things. And then you break it down and you get into the emotions and sometimes we are beings that are happy we're being confused we're being sad we're being joyful we're being anxious like all these different things and we are all experiencing it at the same time and no one is exempt from being like that's just at its core what humans are doing on the planet is being and we're all trying to navigate it in our own ways and helping each other out along the way, falling sometimes, but then helping each other up. And that's really what this podcast is for, is providing a space and a community of people who are just looking to be together. And that is something that I've always tried to cultivate in my life, is people who are working on being the best versions of themselves, but also know that it's okay to take a few steps back sometimes. 
whether it's intentional or you're not even realizing that you're falling behind, that's okay. Like that's part of being is the ups and downs of life, the ebbs and flows. And so that's, again, just what this podcast is going to be is this space in this community for people to talk about all these different experiences that we're going through, especially in our early, mid, late 20s. Granted, I've only experienced my early 20s. I'm only 22, but I imagine as I grow and as the community grows, we'll get to hear a lot of different perspectives and hear a lot of advice and share stories, ask questions, all of those kinds of things. So, That's a little bit of background on the name of this podcast and what I'm hoping this podcast will be and what it'll grow into. And yeah, I guess that's probably a pretty good introduction for now. Like I said, if you want to know more about the behind the scenes, about what we're going to talk about on this podcast besides just very abstract topics, go listen to the first episode. It'll give you more information on me, my history with podcasting, because like I said, this is not my first rodeo. It's not even my second. Before we dive into the rest of the episode, like the real, you know, bulk of the episode where I'm talking about social media, I'm going to introduce a new segment that I'm going to do each week and I'm still kind of like working out a name for it. I don't know. Maybe this will stick. You guys let me know if this sounds right, but I was trying to think of a way to talk about like my current favorites in a way that like goes with the podcast name. So I was thinking of like calling it the being obsessed segment where I talk about like everything I'm obsessed with that week. I'll just do like three-ish things, give or take, you know? Um, but I feel like saying like, okay, now on to being obsessed. What am I being obsessed with this week? For some reason that doesn't sound right in my mind, but at the same time it does. So if you think that sounds like a good name for this segment, or if you think there's a better name, let me know because I would love to hear your thoughts. Here's what I'm being obsessed with this week. The first thing is cooking at home. And let me just preface this by saying prior to living with Connor, my boyfriend, I was not much of a chef. Like Connor is great at cooking. He got really good at cooking in college because he lived with three other guys and they would always cook together. They were super healthy, like very, you know, like very into fitness and they just like loved cooking together, which was like amazing for me. But that meant I never cooked because I would like constantly eat dinner with them. And so I wasn't really much of a chef. I feel like just being in college, there's so many pre-made food options like I would constantly be going to like on-campus restaurants or like when I lived in my sorority everything was pre-made for us so I didn't really cook a whole lot like during college but now I live with Connor and we cook every single night pretty much every single night honestly one that is for like cost effectiveness like we honestly can't really afford to go out to dinner every single night nor do we really want to like that's just not really how we want to be spending our money we love a date every now and then don't get me wrong but I would honestly rather nine times out of ten eat something at home that I made and I know what's exactly in it and I can feel good about the food I'm eating I can pick exactly what I want to eat and I don't really have to spend that much money on it so every single Sunday Connor and I will sit down. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's just him. But usually we sit down together and we go through Pinterest or Half-Baked Harvest. She is our go-to girl. We have two of her cookbooks and we love her website. And we'll kind of just go through and pick five recipes for the week. And we kind of just go through and see like what sounds good to us that week. Try and mix it up. Like we usually have something that's like Thai or Korean because we love those flavors or teriyaki, like something along that line. And then we usually have like something that's like a Mexican dish, whether it's enchiladas or tacos or fajitas, like something along those lines. 
Sometimes we'll do a salmon dish. It just kind of depends. Like we are kind of all over the board, but we sit down every Sunday, plan our meals and then make a grocery list. And then Sundays or Mondays, we usually go grocery shopping. Sundays are so chaotic because we go to Costco, I would say like every other week. It's not a weekly thing because there's only two of us. So we don't really need to buy things in bulk and then replenish them that often. But we do buy things like peanut butter because we go through an absurd amount of peanut butter. We get our protein powder at Costco. We get rice at Costco. Um, Sometimes produce. Costco, honestly, sometimes will have really great produce. But again, it's in bulk. And so when there's only two of us, sometimes it's hard to go through all of the produce before it goes bad. So for the things we either A, don't want to buy in bulk or B, can't eat fast enough, we go to Trader Joe's. Honestly, you guys, if you have a Trader Joe's and you're not utilizing it, please start doing it. And I know a lot of people have controversial opinions because it's not as healthy. Like, honestly, I have the same mentality as a lot of people where like, if something is from Trader Joe's, I just automatically think it's healthy because you think of Trader Joe's and you're like, health food, but it's really not. There's a lot of like seed oils and preservatives and artificial flavors in their stuff. But I will say it's really not that bad. And it's so cheap, you guys. Like, we are kind of balling on a budget. I'm working and I make money, but Connor is in med school and not making money. In fact, he's, you know, in debt, which, you know, that's just the way it goes for med school. So, we're kind of balling on a budget, like I said. And Trader Joe's is great because we can get our weekly groceries for a pretty affordable price. And the way Connor and I do our meal planning is usually like half-baked harvest or Pinterest recipes are for four to six people. And like I said, there's only two of us. So what we do every day is we'll make a meal for dinner and we'll eat half of it. So we'll basically split everything up into quarters, like four portions, and we'll each have a portion for dinner and then we'll put it in Tupperware, the leftovers, and we'll take that for lunch because a lot of times Connor's on campus all day and I'm working from home, but it just makes our lives so much easier to have food ready made for lunch and we don't have to think about it. And it's like stuff that we prepared ourselves and we know is going to be good and filling. So that is something I've been obsessed with lately is cooking at home. Today is Monday and we're actually doing our grocery shopping today. We just did not get around to it yesterday. And honestly, Sundays are insane. Like Costco and Trader Joe's are always so packed and you really have to navigate through all the crowds and it's just like the parking lot don't even get me started trying to park there on Sundays it's just insane so Connor's going to be done with school in like an hour he's going to come home we're going to do our grocery shopping and we'll be good to go for the week which I'm stoked about the next thing that I'm being obsessed with and this is not just this week this is like the last month is lifting weights and I know that's kind of like a funny thing to be obsessed with but honestly I am a little gym rat lately. Like I got a membership at the gym and Connor and I go together every day after work and we have a little workout split that we're on and Connor made it up. It's what he and his roommates would do in college. And like I said, they are so fit. I really just love the way I feel when I lift weights. I have tried so many different workouts and the two things I always come back to, I guess it's three, the three things that I always come back to that make me feel the best inside and out are lifting weights, yoga. I haven't really tried Pilates to be honest. I've just done it at home, but like hot yoga or just yoga in general. And I'm sure Pilates would be the same, but lifting weights, yoga and walking, especially incline walking. Those are the things that I just feel my absolute best when I'm doing those. And I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on working out and like fitness and my relationship with that and how it's changed. But 
right now I am being so obsessed with lifting weights and going to the gym and I love it. If you want to know the current workout split we're on, what we do at the gym, I guess listen to a following episode. I'll post about it soon. I also think Connor and I, we talked about, this might be like cringy, but again, I'm just trying not to care about what people think of me and just doing things because I want to do them and because I think it's fun. But we were like, that'd be kind of fun to post the workouts we do because honestly, they're good workouts and neither of us are personal trainers by any means. Like we just do stuff that we've learned along the way and that makes us feel good and that we enjoy. But the workouts we're doing, I feel like are fun and they're really effective and I love them. So we're like, maybe we should start posting them on TikTok and just see if people like that. Even if they don't, it would just be fun to like film them and, you know, have fun doing it. So that's another obsession currently. And the last thing that I'm being obsessed with is being outside. That is more of a recent development because it is finally starting to warm up in eastern Washington. We have been enduring, I won't say a really harsh winter because I know it's worse. Like my brother lives in Salt Lake City and that is like a harsh long winter. So like I'm not going to try and compare it to that, but it has been pretty brutal up here for the last until like literally this week. It was starting to warm up mid-April and get into like the 50s this weekend it was 85 degrees you guys connor and i literally went to the park nearby our apartment and on friday saturday and sunday we went to the park and we just laid out in the sun all day long because i was saying this to my mom i was like i literally think i'm a solar panel like i feel recharged after i've been in the sun and when i'm not in the sun it's like my energy is depleted my mood is just not as good But when I'm in the sun, I have like infinite energy. I could run for miles. I have the best ideas. My creative juices are flowing. I want to be so productive. I want to read. I want to write. I want to do podcasts. I want to like talk to people. It's just like a new version of myself. And so I literally think I'm a solar panel. On Friday, I, again, like I said, I work from home. And so like in between my work stuff that I was doing, I would go outside and walk. And I ended up walking a total of six miles on Friday. And then I went to the park with Connor and we worked outside and it was just so amazing. And I'm just trying to soak up all the sun I can. Today is the coldest day we've had in a while and it's like 70 degrees. And I will take that over anything else, honestly. Even like it's supposed to rain this week. And honestly, I would take a rainy day over a day where it's like potential of snowing. I'm just so over that and I just thrive when it's sunny outside. Anyways, that is what I'm currently being obsessed with and I will report back if this segment name changes. If not, we'll just call it the being obsessed segment. As far as other life updates go, this week is Connor and I's six-year anniversary, you guys, which is so freaking exciting. I guess by the time that this episode goes up, it'll be like a month later-ish. Our anniversary is May 3rd and like I said, we're celebrating six years together, which is just crazy to me because... I feel like on one hand, like how has it already been six years? That's so crazy. But on the other hand, I'm like, how has it been only six years? Like I feel like I've known Connor for such a long time and I feel like we've been together forever. I can say with full confidence that this past year has been like the best year for our relationship and it's been so much fun. I think that's really because both of us have grown so much in the last year. Like Connor one year ago was graduating from college and then we had a really fun summer together then we were doing like like medium distance I guess because he was living in Spokane and I was still going to school in Pullman he started med school which is a huge change where he was growing a lot and learning a lot 
and his lifestyle was just changing and then I was finishing up my degree at school and graduated in December so there's just been a lot of like big life changes and then in January we moved in together we ran a marathon together and now we've been living together for four months and that has genuinely been the best thing for our relationship is living together and I'm also going to do an episode on living with your partner because we have learned a lot through this journey together and there are going to be many 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 more years of living together but these first few months have just been really fun figuring out what works and we just have been having such a good time. It's like so much fun. It's the ultimate roommate situation. Like I had some great roommates in college and stuff, but nothing compares to living with your partner in my opinion. It is just so much fun. It's a sleepover every single night. We get to just like cook dinner together, go to the gym, have a sleepover. It's so much fun. Okay, that was a super, super long introduction, but without further ado, we're going to dive into today's episode talking about social media and my thoughts on it because this is a very loaded topic, but I really want to get it out of the way so that we can like lay some groundwork for where I'm at with social media and I really want to hear your guys' thoughts on it as well because it's an ever-changing topic. The landscape of social media is constantly changing and It's kind of interesting now because once you hear my opinions on it and then paired with what I do for work, it's just an interesting combination all around. To kind of understand my full relationship with social media, and I think for a lot of us, this is kind of the same thing. I got social media for the first time. I was literally, I think, 12 years old. I got Instagram in, I believe, 2013. I was in sixth grade. My parents let me have Instagram, which honestly is kind of insane because Now looking at like a 13 year old, I'm like, you do not need social media at all. But at the same time, social media was such a different place back then. Like it has obviously changed so much. But like I always tell people, it's so funny because I remember my Instagram when I was 12 or 13 years old, I would go on, was it iFunny? Was it that? I think it was iFunny or something like that where they had like all these different wallpapers. It was like pre-Pinterest and I would just go and I would scroll and I would screenshot these wallpapers that like resonated with me and I would put, I would go on Instagram and take the screenshot and put like a disgusting Instagram filter on it and then some like cringy caption. Like the one I remember specifically, or I think there were two that I specifically remember. One was like a picture of Dorothy from finding, Dorothy, whoa, Dory from Finding Nemo and it said like just keep swimming and I think that was like my caption was like hashtag just keep swimming with like a fish emoji like and then my next post was I think like Winnie the Pooh and it was like the quote about Winnie the Pooh and like if you live to be a hundred I hope to be a hundred minus one so I never have to live a day without you or whatever that quote is like it's cute but it was like a screenshot of that wallpaper and I put like you know the Valencia filter and posted that with some disgusting hashtag too and so that's what social media was back in the day and then it was like like for a tbr or a tbh um like like for rate whatever which is honestly kind of toxic looking back on it but like we were kids and I don't I personally never read too much into that but it was like why were we rating each other like publicly we would like rate each other on our pages like that's crazy to me now I don't know social media is just different so I've had it since I was 12 or 13 years old I got snapchat when I was in junior high I think it was in eighth grade when I got snapchat so I was like 13 almost 14 and then tiktok would be like the most recent development and that I got during the pandemic like I remember TikTok started taking off like before like in 2019 I would say I mean correct me if I'm wrong it was before the pandemic I know that and then the pandemic happened and I like did not want to get TikTok 
for whatever reason and I caved eventually as we all did and became obsessed with it. I was watching videos all the time. I remember when TikTok first came out, I was like, I kind of want to post videos on here, but like I didn't know what to post, but it was like, I didn't really have any mutuals on there that I knew in real life. And so I was like, I'm just going to post like workout videos that I'm doing during the pandemic. And I remember one of my videos, I did like a workout thing at the track that I was working out at because it was outside and it got like 4,000 views. And I remember being like, I've made it. I've blown up. This is amazing. Obviously now we know that's not really like blowing up, but that was kind of fun. And then I kind of stopped making videos. I would make them here and there. And then after my junior year of college, or right before my junior year, I made a video. I was just kind of like, screw this. I'm just going to post whatever I want. And so on a whim, I just made a video of like my back to school haul from Target. And that video got like 300,000 views, which was crazy. And so a lot of people started following me because they were like, I want to see back to school content. And so then I did like an Amazon haul and I got like a bunch of views on that. And then I did like tips for going to college and that got a lot of views and I was doing all this college content before I went back to school and I got like 16,000 followers from it I think and so I was feeling like so amazing I was like oh my gosh this is it like I can actually do something but then I went back to school and I was posting videos here and there but I was honestly just really embarrassed and felt really weird posting content like in my sorority house and I didn't want to be filming videos and I really just let people's opinions again like I talked about in the first episode get the best of me and just stopped posting so much plus I always have this struggle with social media of wanting to be really present in my life and not constantly trying to like find something to film or taking a picture of it but really just like living in the moment and just letting things be as they are without having to feel the need to like film them or capture them but then also I love social media and I love photography and I love filming and it's really fun to capture candid moments or even posed moments it's just fun to do that in my opinion so that's where my struggle with social media comes into play is I was in college I had gained a following for college stuff but then I was like what the heck do I post about like I'm in college I would do videos on like tips for studying, tips for taking notes, and those would do pretty well too. But I didn't want to be tied to just making college content. And I also didn't want to be constantly filming my life. So it was this weird balance of like really wanting to post like day in my life content or what I was up to, outfits, makeup. But then like when I would post those videos, they wouldn't do as well. Like the only time my videos would do really well was when they were like tips or tricks for college or things like that so it was kind of hard because I was posting things I was passionate about and they wouldn't do as well and then I would post a random video on a whim of like a study hack or a tip for college and that would do super well and like that was still fun and I still loved it but I felt really pigeonholed because yeah like I said the content I loved making was not doing as well and I started getting some brand deals and collaborations and that was super fun but I also felt a lot of pressure from that to perform really well but then also like balancing school and also trying to manage my feelings for like what other people would think of me. So it was a really weird time. Then I kind of just went along and I had like another video go viral around Christmas time because I did like a boyfriend gift guide and some other gift guides and those went kind of viral. They got like a couple million views which was cool but again it was more like I can't sustain this content forever 
and then I would post like a daily routine or like a daily vlog and like those wouldn't do very well. So it was just really hard. Very hit or miss. I didn't have a consistent audience and that was something I really struggled with. So I just kept posting content here and there while I was traveling abroad because I did my spring semester junior year abroad. Then I, in the summer, I think it was in the summer, was the first time I deleted TikTok for a few months. And I was like, I'm just going to offload it from my phone. If you didn't know, you can do that. You can go into your phone, into the settings and into your iPhone storage. And you can offload apps from your phone so that they're still there, but you can't like click on them and open it, which I love because if you delete TikTok off your phone, it'll delete, you know, all your drafts and things like that, which I didn't really want to do. So I deleted TikTok for a while and I actually felt really great doing that. So I deleted it and then I went back to school and got it back had it for a while and then I would just do that every now and then like I would just have TikTok for a few months and then I would delete it for like a month or two. Currently I am in a deleting TikTok phase where I haven't had it on my phone for like a month and I've honestly felt so amazing. Call me crazy but I low-key love Instagram reels. Like I'm on the side of reels where it's kind of like TikTok videos where it's like really aesthetic daily routines or like meals healthy recipes or outfits or travel which is honestly all the things I love like my phone really knows me Instagram knows me very well but I'm gonna be honest I kind of love reels like I think they're kind of aesthetic and better than TikTok because I feel like it's a lot more curated and I love the explore page to be honest like it's just so much fun for me and I I don't know I guess the reason I guess I should go into it more the reason I deleted TikTok in the first place and I still have it deleted is really because I realized how much I was letting the comparison of it all affect me. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this where they feel more comparison when they're on Instagram because usually on Instagram, it's a lot of people that you know in real life and people are posting like a lot of real-time content, whether it's on their stories or like posts, like a lot of Instagram stuff is happening at that moment. Whereas with TikTok, like something could come up on your page and it's usually a stranger or someone you don't actually know personally. And it could be from like four weeks ago. It could be from like last night. It might not be happening at that moment. So you're not so like comparative because it's not happening at that exact moment with someone you know in your personal life. But honestly, for me, I feel a lot more comparison when it's a stranger because I think like I have no personal attachment to them. And so you only see the really good things going on in their lives and you have zero idea like what's going on behind the scenes in their lives. And so it's really easy to compare, at least for me, what a stranger is doing and how amazing their life looks on the outside and think like I should be doing that or I could be doing that. But instead, this is where I'm at in life. And that goes for so many elements. Like I felt that way when I would see people especially I think with fitness content, like people's, the way they looked, their physical appearance, their physique. I would see it when I would see people's like recipes they were posting, how clean they were eating, um, the things they were consuming, supplements, all that kind of stuff. I would feel that way when I saw outfits and especially when I saw travel, like that is one thing because if you know me, you know that travel is like my passion in life and one of the few things that like I seriously It's just so who I am as a person who loves to travel and explore. And so I would see these people like living abroad or traveling and it was just really hard. And amongst all these other things that I'm talking about too, like I would just fall into this really deep rabbit hole of 
comparing myself to these strangers on the internet and especially with TikTok it was so hard and I was talking to a friend about this this morning and saying how like it was getting to a point where it was really tough because I genuinely have a really great life and I'm not saying that to like I don't know in a prideful way or like an egotistical way I do have a good life I recognize like the things I'm very privileged to have and I recognize like that I've worked really hard for a lot of these things like I have a really nice apartment. I have an amazing, amazing relationship. I have a great job. I live somewhere where I can be really outdoorsy, but I'm also close to family. Like there's just so many things that I have going on in life that are going really well. But then I see all these people on the internet and I'm comparing myself to them, even though I don't know them. I don't know the struggles that they're dealing with. All I'm seeing is a very small snippet of their life and expecting that I should be replicating mine to look just like it and if I'm not then I'm failing that was really where my struggle for TikTok came into play because I was like comparing myself and my life to these people and it was starting to make me like not that I hated my life that's extreme it just got to a point where I was comparing myself to these strangers and what their lives looked like and I was almost making like a collective one person who had all these things going on rather than like this person is traveling a ton this person eats really healthy and has amazing recipes, this person has amazing outfits. And instead of looking at them as like separate entities with like each of these really great things going for them, I would like lump them all into one person and be like, that's who I need to be. Is that one person who travels a ton, who eats really healthy, who has the cutest outfits, who's really financially stable, X, Y, Z. And because my life doesn't look like that to a T, I was starting to be really dissatisfied and unhappy with my life. And then I had the novel idea to delete TikTok. And guess what? I was like, wait, my life is great. I actually love my life. And even though it's not like the picture perfect, not everything is like my dream, dream, dream apartment, my dream city, my dream, dream, dream career. Like, even though it's not exactly like if I could write it down for myself and make it happen, even though it's not exactly that, my life is still amazing and I appreciate it and I'm so grateful for it. And all it took was me taking that negativity out of my life because ultimately I had the power to delete TikTok and take it out of my life. And that's all it took was just removing it and taking that negative energy out. And I was suddenly just like, It's almost like, you know how people will say like they have rose colored glasses on and like they only see things in a really, really positive light because they're like kind of like, I don't know, biased. It's like I had the opposite of rose colored glasses on and then I deleted TikTok and I took those glasses off and I was like, wait, I actually love my life. Things are really great. And are there things that like in a perfect world I would change? Yes. But do I want to change them right now? No, because I know that exactly what I'm doing right now is exactly where I'm meant to be. I don't need to rush things. I can just be content and be happy where I'm at while also working hard to accomplish my dreams and to be living like my ideal dream life, I guess. So anyways, that's kind of where I'm at with TikTok right now. I got it back this morning because like I said, Connor and I were like thinking of filming a little workout video today and posting it on TikTok, but I downloaded it on my phone again. I had it for about an hour while I was like doing work stuff. So I wasn't like scrolling for an hour. I probably scrolled for like 20 minutes. I literally started thinking to myself, this is so bad for me. I'm already feeling like that tight feeling in my chest. I feel not good. It was like a visceral reaction to my body. 
where I had TikTok and immediately my chest tightened up. I felt this like comparison creeping in. I felt like I was falling behind. I was realizing like, I don't know any of the current trends. I don't know anything going on right now. If I wanted to make a video, I don't know what would do well because I haven't been keeping up. All these people are like doing super well. They're doing more than me. And like the crazy part is I'm not even an influencer. Like, and it felt like I, I don't know. It almost felt like I was like an influencer who had like deleted TikTok, but I'm just a regular girl. It was just crazy. Like how my body, like my chest immediately tightened up, like I said, and I honestly, it's not like TikTok is my job. It's not like I need it to like sustain my career. And so the fact that even I had that reaction to it was just so telling. And so I felt that and I just immediately deleted it again. So currently the social media platforms that I have and I'm still using are Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, I guess, and YouTube. Deleted Twitter a long time ago. I feel like that platform is so irrelevant now. Personally, I just don't even want to get into that. But Instagram, I feel pretty good about. I try to limit my scrolling there too because I can really get sucked in, especially like I said, the explore page now that I don't have TikTok. But I do feel really inspired by Instagram and I don't feel as much comparison, which is kind of weird. And I know it's kind of like not that way for a lot of people. I know it's usually backwards, but Instagram, I feel a lot more motivated and inspired. So I am choosing to keep that right now and post on there. Again, like I said, just limiting my time. I actually on my phone, this is a tip for anyone who wants to stop scrolling on social media so much. I went into my phone and I have the screen time settings so that I have like, it's limited to, I think 30 minutes total on all social media platforms, like Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram. I have them all linked so that I can only spend 30 minutes total. And then after that, it'll come up with like a screen that says you've reached your time limit. Do you want to add 15 more minutes? And then you can like click a button and it'll give you 15 more minutes to scroll. And then it just repeats that. So in in reality, you guys, I'm always out of breath when I'm podcasting because I'm trying to talk and like it's just me talking and I seriously get so out of breath. But yeah, so you have the option to get 15 more minutes on social media or you can just ignore the time limit for the day on that platform but I honestly it's such a good reminder because sometimes I'll say like give me 15 more minutes and I'll be on Instagram for 15 more minutes and then it'll pop up again that little timer and say like do you want 15 more minutes and that enough is where I realize like oh wait I've literally been on it for 15 minutes that's such a long time and my screen time I'm gonna be honest is still like averaging four hours a day but that's that's down because I was in like the six hour a day last year, sometimes even seven. And now I'm in the four hour and I work in digital marketing. So I have to be on my phone and I have to be on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Facebook is another one that I do have, but I don't really count it because I'm not really on it that often and I don't really use it. My screen time probably won't be in like the two hour average and I'm okay with that. I just wanted it to be down. Also, another thing I've been thinking about lately is when is the appropriate time to delete Snapchat? Like, I just feel like that's one of those social media platforms as an adult. Like, I don't really need it. The only reason I'm not kidding that I keep it is because I love seeing my Snapchat memories and I would be really sad to lose my Snapchat camera roll and not see my memories. But like, I rarely post, I don't really ever post on my public story. And since I graduated from college, I don't really use my private store anymore. I just keep it for the memories and then like the occasional Snapchat from friends or like my siblings or my dad who Snapchats me, which honestly, I love that. But like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm at the age where I'm like, do I really want to keep Snapchat and spend time on it? I really, 
I don't spend time on it. So I guess it doesn't matter if I delete it or not. I don't know. It's kind of a weird platform to me now. I guess all that to say, I don't know when I'm going to be getting TikTok back. If I ever will, I'm sure I will when I can like, when I can fully mend my relationship with it and feel so completely confident and solid in who I am that it doesn't even, I don't even waver when I see content that would normally make me feel anxious or jealous or comparative. And that's a really vulnerable thing, but also a very, I feel like, honest thing. And yeah, as we've seen, it's a platform that can really boost people and give them careers. And it's really amazing. But at the same time, for people like me, it's just a really difficult platform. And I haven't had enough positive experiences to outweigh the negative. And so for that reason, I'm just protecting my peace and I'm not having it on my phone right now. I am loving Instagram. I do plan to start posting on YouTube again. I love watching YouTube videos. That's like what I watch. I don't really watch TV ever. I only watch YouTube videos. And even that, I'm like not constantly watching YouTube. Like I'm just not super into that, but I do love a good YouTube vlog. But I am constantly listening to podcasts, which is partially why I'm starting my own again, just because I love them so much. And I think that that space is not going to be oversaturated. I think there's always room for everyone in the podcasting space because everyone has a different take. Everyone has something different to say. And I love that. But I guess as we've kind of talked about today, social media can really have two effects on people. It can be an amazing, amazing thing. It can be a great tool for helping build a career, for helping boost your content, get your products out there, or build your own personal brand. But it can also be really negative. So I think it's really important to have an honest conversation with yourself about your relationship with social media and maybe look at each platform and see how you feel. Like, do you get that physical feeling when you're on that platform that makes you feel stressed or anxious or jealous or sad? Or is it somewhere like for me with Pinterest and Instagram? Pinterest specifically, I guess, because it's so random, but like that's a place that I go and I feel like a burst of energy. I feel super motivated and it's a positive experience for me versus like I said, TikTok, it's more of a physical reaction that is not positive. So I think doing an inventory with yourself of your social media and what you can do to protect your peace and be the best version of yourself when it comes to social media is a great place to start. And like I said, some of my tips are monitoring your scrolling, monitoring how much time you're spending on social media, and then taking a look at the platforms that you're using and how you feel like they're helping or hurting you. That was a lot longer of an episode than I thought it was going to be, if I'm honest. But I feel like there's just so many different avenues to talk about when it comes to social media. And it's such a nuanced topic. And there's so many more things we could talk about. But I'm not going to keep you guys much longer and maybe one of these days we'll do a deeper dive and we'll talk about some hot takes. We can dive deeper into social media, maybe talk about just a certain platform. But for now, let's just end on that note. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Being Being podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss another episode and you can stay up to date on all the current things that I'm talking about and that we're discussing here. Also, make sure to follow the Being Being Instagram. That's where the community is going to be. We'll do fun things over there like building community, doing polls, talking with each other. I'll be giving you guys any updates that you need to know and hopefully a lot more fun things in the future. Also, make sure to give this episode a rating and leave a review on Apple if you feel so inclined. That would be amazing. I really want to hear your guys' thoughts and that will also help other people find the show, which is super important for growing this community, especially as we're just starting out. 
if you guys are extra big fans of the podcast or want to share this episode with people, put it on your Instagram stories. I feel like that's kind of an underrated way to share podcasts, but it's so easy. And if you do it from like Spotify or Apple, it'll link right to the show, which is amazing. And again, that will just help build community here. Again, thank you guys so much for being here and for being the best version of yourself that you can be every day. See you guys next week.